All right, everyone, you know what this is. This is Circle Brothers Podcast with RJ and Eric. Let's get it. Yup. You know what this is. Circle Brothers Podcast with RJ and Eric. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's going on? It has been a while. We apologize about that. We had some different things happening with family, friends, and other things, whatnot. And being sick. Yeah, well, being sick and schedules and different things. But we are relentless. We will (laughs) continue to bring you the news, bring you entertainment, bring you everything that we have. Because when you rock it with Circle Brothers, you rock it with the best. You know this all. Yes. All right. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it because we have a very, very chalk filled special today because not only do we have our regular podcast, but if you tune into Facebook Live a little bit later on, we'll actually have some gameplay of what we're going to be playing. I don't know, but we're going to play something. So (laughs) either way, it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. So it's going to be a long uh, Labor Day weekend. I hope you're having fun so far. I hope you're getting into all types of shenanigans. Just keep in mind, my mom actually sent a post that says, hey, just in case you want to do something over the course of the weekend, just keep in mind, the judge does not come in until Tuesday. So <laughs> if you're planning on doing something dirty, you're going to be riding dirty until Tuesday morning. So plan accordingly. We don't so, do stuff like that. No, no, we, <laughs> no, we actually do not. We have family and we like keeping our money in our pocket. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't want to get money to the government. Yeah. That got my hard money's already. It's, it's, I already got my check, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, stay out of my pocket. <laughs> so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, first things first, uh, just to do a quick overcap of a lot of things that's actually been happening over the uh, past few weeks. We know we had D23 coming up, which is Disney's uh, – actually, it already happened. It's yeah. Uh, Disney's uh, Expo, which is kind of like uh, Disney's convention. Uh, imagine Comic-Con, but all Disney-oriented stuff. Stuff that's associated with Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, all the other stuff. And then all the other stuff that Disney is attached to. All the stuff that Disney has been buying, like Marvel. Everything down there. Uh, Simpsons, uh, Star Wars. Uh, Avatar. Avatar. Aliens. Aliens. Predator franchise. Yeah. Terminator franchise. Wow, that too? I forgot about that. They own all that stuff, man. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they so, own everything. Right. So like I said, they want all the money. Well then uh PAX was this last week. Oh, yeah. um, and, and, and then uh you got um there's uh a gaming convention that's going on mm-hmm. um this week uh where they announced some stuff like a couple uh games for Switch that just like shadow dropped and um Was that the one in Germany? Uh no, that's PAX. They had it in Germany this year? Gamescom. Gamescom. Yeah. Was in Germany. Yes. Gosh, we missed that too. But there's yeah. another one that's going on. No, Gamescom is right now. Oh, PAX okay. is what was last week. Okay, okay, okay. So we're going to, we got a busy schedule, but of course the Circle Brothers are going to help you out and get you caught up to speed. So uh, without further ado, first things first, uh, we're going to jump over to Eric because Eric has a few interesting stories. But before we actually get into the, the roundup and everything else, because it's a lot. So we're going to hit it beat by beat. But before that, it's story time with Eric. <laughs> Eric, what do you actually have for us today, man? Oh, we have some special things that actually happened in the land of comics. 
Oh, that too. Yeah. First, this story. This is Education. the second Nintendo Switch. Uh, Funny story how this happened. Tell us a story. When you go on YouTube in the middle of the night on the weekends when you can't sleep because dogs are snoring. Yeah. Um, Technical rabbit holes, we call it. <laughs> I found uh, an iPad and a broken Nintendo Switch on eBay. And I thought, I'm pretty candy with stuff. Let me try and fix this. Mm -hmm. And it uh, turns out that it was not fixable. But mm -hmm. there was a warranty still attached to that Nintendo Switch. So Nintendo sent me a brand new Nintendo Switch. Now I have two. So that's fun story stuff. <laughs> so, but, yeah. But now on to like cool things. Mm. Man, so for the last uh, three weeks, there's been this new uh, new X-Men comic uh, event that's going on right now. It's uh, the House of X and Powers of Ten. Mm. Uh, so House of X, uh, this, this spoilers. Yes, okay. Okay, before we go any further. Uh, House of X, new comic book. There's lots of spoilers, and the reason why there's lots of spoilers is because everything we did know about X-Men, everything that they're doing, they're kind of literally taking everything and putting it on its head and introducing whole new entire concepts that actually changed the entire line of uh, X-Men and the history of X-Men, period. So without further ado, you've actually been warned. Five, four, three, two, one. Pause it, and if you're watching on video, I'll do a wave again to let you know we're actually good to go. All right, so House of X starts off where Myra is going to this fair. And if you don't know who Myra McTaggart is, you're not a, a comic book person, stop watching this podcast. <laughs> don't stop watching this podcast, but you're not a comic book person and you're not friends with me. But Myra McTaggart has been in the X-Men universe since the 70s, since it started. And for all those who don't know, she's a scientist mm -hmm. and she uh, develops cure for uh, mutant kind and it turns against her and there's the whole thing with Genosha and all that stuff. Right, right, right. But this is all things people should know. Cool. So in this new continuity mm -hmm. that Hickman's writing, um, Myra meets up with Professor X and then she tells him, uh, she's like, hey, why are you smiling? And he's like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a great day. She was like, really? And she was like, uh, do you, you know who I am? And he's like, no, should I? And she was like, well, I know who you are, Charles Xavier. And he's like, okay, okay, I see. And she, she is like, he's like, you know, do I know you? She's like, yes, you do. Why don't you read my mind? And so he's like, bet, I'll do that. <gasps> and then he finds out all this stuff. Now, at this point, because you haven't read it yet, have you? But do you know what happens in the first book? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so Myra is a mutant. Myra is a mutant. She's been a mutant this whole time. And what happens is she has the power of resurrection. So every time Myra dies, she comes back as a baby, but with all of the information that she had from her previous life. So what's going on in this storyline is Myra's lived these, uh, I think here, um, eight, nine lives. She's, uh, she has 10 lives, supposedly, and this is what, mm -hmm. um, what was Mystique's, um, the one girl that Mystique had a relationship with, 
that she uh, uh, she can read she can read like what your future is, but I can't, gosh, I can't think of what her name. Yeah, is. it's a deep cut in the comments. So it's starts with a C, and I can't think of what her name is. Anyways, it'll come back to me. Yeah. But she tells Myra about knowing her lives, mm -hmm. and that she only has ten lives, and that if she doesn't help the mutants, they'll they'll go to her when she's like she can only her powers manifest after adolescence, so around the age 13. Mm -hmm. And they told her, if you don't help us, we will kill you before your mutant powers uh, manifest and you can't resurrect yourself. And so she's like, oh. So in all these different lives, her first life, she just lived a normal life. Her second life, she was when she met Professor X mm -hmm. and um, then she died in a plane crash. Then in another life, she, um, she killed uh, Bolivar Trask and mm -hmm. all of the tracks collide. Like she, she, she got into the uh, to the SAS mm -hmm. and um, ended up killing all the tracks uh, line of you know, their whole family line. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't create the Sentinels. Well, Sentinels still get made, right. and right. that doesn't stop anything. Right. Uh, because I think in that timeline, um, Ultron it took the place of the Sentinels. So well, yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> but we have they haven't showed everything yet. But I'm right. assuming that's what's going to happen. So then. Um, and another life, dude, she resurrects, um, she wakes up, uh, Apocalypse yeah. and, um, trying to get help from him. Yes. And then they form the X-Men with uh, that. And then, oh, it's just crazy. And then in another one, uh, finally they, they got up in the, the last comic that they had, they, uh, found the information for Nimrod mm -hmm. and, uh, they, they took all that data and loaded it into Myra so that way she can have that. So when she dies, uh, she she has knowledge of like the um, not master mold, mother mold, right. which is orbiting the sun and creates master molds, right. which is crazy. So uh, they get the information, they get it back into Myra, and Wolverine kills her. So this last one, oh yeah, this is to this last one. They know what they have to do. Scott talks to to Professor X, which he's walking now, by the way, yeah. and he wears Cerebro on his head. Yeah. Um, which is crazy, right? And he's cool with Magneto, and um, that's actually another life Myra had too, where she worked with Magneto versus right. Charles. Right. But um, I think that was before Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. So um, this and this, and there's also one of her timelines that is unknown. It's her sixth life, which is not in the list. Hmm. So we don't know what happened in her sixth life at all. There's no information on it. Right. And her ninth life is the one the current timeline mm -hmm. where they uh are going to mother mold and uh they started to attack mother mold base well when they landed onto the ship they sent kurt onto the ship uh you know who kurt is kurt wagner nightcrawler um they sent kurt onto the ship to, sp to scout different things right well they saw kurt on the ship and they're like holy crap they're here mm -hmm. and they're like well they can't be very far because kurt can't or nightcrawler can't take a whole bunch of people with them. Right. So they're like, so their ship has to be somewhere. And then they docked onto a onto one part of the ship and uh, one of the guys there blew up that part of the that part of the base. Right. But and the ship was attached at that point, so we don't know what happened. But I'm I'm guessing that Kurt grabbed everyone because they were close enough and he could see in the base mm -hmm. and you know moved everyone to the base. So that's what's going on with that, which is crazy. So, um, so that's a lot. Well, <laughs> not only that, but when they stole some of the information on it, mm -hmm. uh, Sabretooth got caught, okay. and he was going to trial with all of um, with.
the uh, against the United States. He was held in this maximum security prison. Right. Then Emma Frost comes in, and she's like, "I'll be taking him." And they're like, "You can't do it." She's like, ah, "Nope, check with your leaders. Uh, Krakoan citizens have sovereignty, so you can't arrest him." Thank you. Ah. And this girl pulls a gun and puts it like points it at her head. She was like, "See, this would be the point where like I would do something to your mind and make you like try to shoot yourself." But I'm not gonna do that because see, I'm trying to be better. So you can put the gun down or you can try and shoot me, but no matter what, I'm walking out with this monster. Right. And they walk out and he's like, toodles. Like, so keep in mind, it's like she's got diamond skin. So I mean, and she's psychic. So yeah, you're not gonna get very far. Right. <laughs> so I mean, this is all crazy. So this, 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 this storyline, there are a lot of people that don't like what Hickman's doing with Myra, right. but I think it's awesome because. Here, this whole time, Myra's been a mutant, um, and which is dope because they never really revealed that over the long period of time that Myra's actually been involved with with the X Men. Exactly. Taper. Yeah, yeah. So that's dope. So, and then um, the other, there's two other comics. Uh, Absolute Carnage. We're not getting into that. The Carnage is just too much. <laughs> but the other one that's really great is History of the Marvel Universe. That one is really good because what what that what that comic is doing is going over. The, from when the universe started and the Infinity Gems mm -hmm. were created. See, in the mm -hmm. comics, it's the gems. In the MCU, it's the stones. Interesting. So they're different. Right. But, right. yeah. Semantics. So, uh, and in this storyline, the whole universe is, is getting entropy and collapsing, and there's only two people left in the whole universe. Galactus and Franklin Richards, <laughs> which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so, if Franklin Franklin says to Galactus, "Can you tell me a story? I want to know everything." So, and Galactus is like, "Yeah." So, before I collapse the rest of this universe and create a new one and send you into it, I'll tell you everything. Yeah, because I think Galactus is actually afraid of Franklin Richards, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, everyone's afraid of Franklin Richards. He is a omega level mutant. Um, there's yeah, yeah. The Omega level mutants, as of Powers of X or Powers of uh, House of X, which is actually the the uh, book he has is actually the first issue. That's the first yeah, issue, yeah, yeah. Which actually brings a list of all the uh, of all the power levels and all the mutants that fit within that power level category. I believe. Uh, uh, maybe it's not this one. It is be. it uh, between the Omega and the Alphas, or is it just the Omega? No, it's just Omega level mutants. Gotcha. So like. Um, no, it's, it's awesome though. Like, apocalypse. Yeah, so I thought it was either at the very beginning or it was at the very end. I can't remember where that list was at. Well, but anyway. But yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll come to we'll come to it later. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. make that a separate podcast. It's really worth it. Yeah, really. Doing that one. Um, but that the history the history of the of the Marvel universe is awesome because um, Galactus is telling about how. Um, the uh, for all those who don't know who the Inhumans are mm -hmm. um, or the Eternals, right. um, it really goes into how the Eternals came about. Right, which um, is important because the movie's going to be coming out soon. Exactly. Right. And then you understand that the Avengers that we have, they're not the first Avengers. There, there have been Avengers ever since the Eternals. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> yeah, and um, it goes into certain characters' histories. Uh, like with uh, Captain America, um, 
both Steve Rogers and Isaiah Bradley. Um, and it also talks about um, Bucky, Red Skull, and then it goes into like uh, Wolverine's uh, origin and why he's important. Um, and then uh, it just goes into everybody's stuff. Right. Namor, how he came about, um, Apocalypse. Um, so, I mean, it, it's really good. It's just, it's not, it's just telling information about those characters. Right. So, so you can get a whole overview of everything. And it's only a limited run. So I think it's six issues. Two are out right now. Um, but highly recommend picking it if you can. Probably getting second runs of it. Uh, first runs were very hard to come by. Right. Ask Christy. She knows because she had to get a couple of them for me. <laughs> All right, so that being said, the spoiler warning is actually over for the uh, comic books for the power, of, I believe it's House of X? House of X and Powers of Ten. House of X, Powers of Ten is two separate line of comics, but they actually kind of cross a little bit. Yeah, they're tied together. Yeah, so if you want it, go ahead and pick it up. It's actually actual local comic book store, or if you want to actually pick up Marvel Unlimited, which is an app that actually displays comics, I believe it's on there too, if I'm not mistaken. So... Uh, outside of that, other tidbits of information that everyone needs to know about, uh, there are some problems with Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so what, what's been going on is, um, uh, I believe Marvel and Sony had a deal previously, which actually brought on uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man, which uh, Far From Home, well, actually Homecoming, Homecoming. And then Far From Home. Well, first Civil War. Well, yeah, first Civil War, which is kind of like the introduction to it. Yep. And then uh, Homecoming, Homecoming Spider-Man Homecoming, and then the next one. Uh, oh, no, then Inf Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity Endgame, War, Endgame. Then, then Far From Home. Right, because those were like a mixture of appearances and then standalone movies. So the two standalones was the... Uh, Far, Far From, from Home. Home. Oh, Homecoming, Homecoming and Far from, from Home. Right, and then all the other ones have been featured sprinkled into other Marvel uh, Universe movies. So, and the deal with it was, is that, hey, if you want to do your own, that's fine, we'll help you. And this is what Marvel's saying over to Sony, we'll help you. Uh, we'll create a partnership. In that partnership, they actually, uh, Marvel got uh, exclusive right for toys. And, well, no, they always retained the rights right, for the toys. Right, they always retained the right for the toys. But, but I think they got 5% of the box office. Right, on day one of the box office. Yes. Right, for the movie. Anything after that, Sony picks up on their own. Uh, so, Sony was cool with that. They went ahead and, and rocked with that. Uh, after Far From Home and all the a lot of money that Sony actually billion made, dollars yeah, the, the billion dollars billion so after that they Disney with, uh, Marvel was like hey you know that's cool we keep the relationship going because they already had two more movies that were actually part of that deal with uh, Spider-Man doing doing his own movie and getting things together and Marvel will be helping out Sony However, the mouse had other plans. The mouse saw more cheese on the table, so he wanted more cheese. Well, in theory. Now, here, now here's the part. Okay. Right, right. So there's more to that. Now, I'm being facetious about that. So. Well, they do want more cheese. Well, they do want more <laughs> The mouse wants this cheese. So, <laughs> so what ends up going on is uh, uh, Disney says Marvel will go back to the table and renegotiate a new deal. Uh, Mar Marvel has no choice because Disney's the parent company. You do what the parent says. So they go back to the table with Sony and say, hey, uh, we, we want to see if we can actually reach a new agreement. Uh, 
uh, we want to see if we can do a 50-50 split on the profits. Well, I don't think 50-50 was ever mentioned. Well, I, some type of split. It, it, I think it was. I think they wanted to put up 30% of production costs. Right. And then reap right, get their 30%. Right. Originally, and I think they wanted money on top of that, too. Probably. Uh, right. So, basically, it's kind of like an investment deal. I put up, I let me help you with the production costs. Uh, I'll give you, like, 30-whatevers. Mm -hmm. uh, 30 million whatever it is 30%. 30% so 30% I'll give you you keep the 70% now keep in mind that's a different percentage than the 5 because before Marvel was just getting 5 now they're getting 30 but they're helping out with production costs but Sony is sitting there looking like wait 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 you're getting more money now than what you were before and the whole thing with Sony was over the course of time, they they want their company to be more in front when it comes to the Spider-Man franchise to make it look like they're actually capable and they know what they're doing with Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. When really on the back half of it, uh, Kevin Feige and a number of other people from Marvel have actually been helping them yeah. with the production and just getting things together to make sure that Spider-Man comes out right. Hence the term partnership that they actually had in the agreement is actually in the paperwork. So now they're like, well, Sony's like, well, see, so now it's like, no, because if we do that, not only are you getting more money than the 5%, you're going to get more of the credit. And we really don't want to do that because that gives you more leverage to make it look like the only way Spider-Man works is if you're actually um, is if you're actually officially involved side by side banner with us. And we already are trying to set up a new look as far as our company when it comes to Spider-Man. It's going to suck. They know that. They've already tried that with Venom, and Venom is, is half and half at best. <laughs> and that's that's being super generous. So we won't we won't go there for the sake of this podcast. So long story short, Sony walked away from that deal and said, you know what, we're not doing anything. We're gonna just scrap everything. We'll just keep Spider-Man ourselves and we'll just do our own thing officially. Marvel's like, oh, okay. So they walk away. They'll be better. Right, and that's what—that's literally what they said as they walked away. Well, they'll be back. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. We'll, we'll, we'll let them take it, and we'll be back to the table to see if we can <laughs> try to collect the pieces again. So, in the meantime, Spider-Man is officially out of the Marvel Universe. <coughs> uh, everyone else has been pretty facetious as far as uh, asking questions, trying to figure out what's going on. People ask Kevin Feige. They're asking the, the leader for a Sony and trying to figure out what's going on. And nobody's actually really budging. They're trying to be very corporate when they actually speak which is understandable because they all want spider-man to work but at the same time the big talking heads at the table don't want to agree to disagree well they agree to disagree so with this one in the meantime the people who are going to be suffering are the fans because as much as you like spider-man and tom holland it's kind of left in limbo right now but but he he's still contracted through sony to go ahead and still do more movies and yeah, Tom Holland still said he wanted to still uh, do the Spider-Man role, but he would like to do it right. But of course, whoever's paying the the ticket has to, <laughs> whoever's paying him is going to have to actually uh, say, hey, you know, you're working here now. So, which is pretty much Sony at the moment. So he's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just work, you know. <laughs> I just need a paycheck, boss. That's <laughs> right. So what's been the rumor mill talking is that He's going to somehow, somewhere, some way get folded into the Venom universe. Yeah. Now, here's a funny part is that they're still trying to work on uh, Venom 2 with Andy Serkis as the director. Now, that kind of gets me excited a bit. Not really, because he's, he made Jungle Book really bad, dude. Like, he it did was, that? No, Okay, there's two different Jungle Books. Yeah. 
there's the one that John Favreau did, Favreau. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think he did one. Right. And Andy Serkis did the story about Mowgli, like the actual oh. Jungle Book one. Oh. The one that was real dark. It's on Netflix still. Oh, that's is that the one that's just Netflix? Because there's the yes. one that's actually out Disney. of movies by Disney. That's yes. John Favreau. Yes. And then there's another one yeah. that's darker. That's Andy Serkis's version. Uh... So... It's not a bad movie, but it's not a really good movie. Right. And I love Andy Serkis doing mocap. I right. think no one else can 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 has the vision that he has for motion capture. Right. And those type of performances, right. like I mean, as Caesar, hands down one of the best. Right. Um, what he did with Golem, hands down one of the best. Right. He's a he's a great character actor. Yes, he can do that. Right. Now, what made the first Venom. Mm -hmm not good was more of the writing True. for the story. True. Because it, it made it seem cartoony, which is what they wanted because they thought it was comic book cartoony, so Yeah, and it wasn't bad. I mean it was yeah. it was it was five and a half, six, six yeah. and a half Liz D plus. Yeah, and then you had the, the, the Carnage thing at the end. It looks he looked weird. Well, but because that was that director's vision yeah. for Cletus Cassidy. Right. And I'm hoping that with Andy Serkis at the helm, mm -hmm. they'll get the symbiotes to look better. Right. Like, you'll have Venom really getting down, running on all fours. Right. and I mean, just the looking like a brute that right. he is. And, primate. Yes. And, and having Carnage, because... Uh, I mean, if you don't have, like, the little, like, if you don't have, if you don't have the tendrils, it's going to suck. Because that's, that's carnage. Right. And, I mean, we have the technology now. Mm -hmm. But do I think that Sony has the, the writing talent to do that? Without, without mm -hmm. some of the, without some of the talent from, from actual Marvel. Maybe. I can't say it definitively. Right. So, like, the writer for, uh, and director for Far From Home, mm -hmm. that, that writing was was really good. Mm -hmm. um, he is getting lured away, supposedly, by Disney. Okay. So, he's not going to be writing for Sony anymore, possibly. Right. So, I mean, that that's what, that's what throws all of this into, like, a mess. But, um, what do you think? Do you think... The MCU can't get along without Spider-Man? Hmm. Well, that's the thing. Um, well, and actually, for those of people who are actually watching this video, go ahead and write in the comments, because I'm curious to see what you're actually thinking, too, about this. As far as Spider-Man, will it work, will it not work? Let me know what you're actually thinking, too. Um, in the meantime, my thoughts on it. Uh, I honestly don't believe that they can actually do it right or do it justice. Reason why is because uh, there's, how can, how can I say this? The reason why the Marvel movies worked the way that they did and how they did it is because, one, they had one person at the helm controlling all of the movies. Mm -hmm. Even though they had different characters, different personalities, different things like that as far as the, uh, the comic book characters. He basically worked with other people to make all of it work. And all of those people that were actually working in those individual movies report to him to make sure that the cohesiveness works 
linear across the board, no right. gaps. Right. And the reason why he was able to pull it off is because he was passionate about the comics to make sure that things were done and they were done with justice. Mm-hmm. So because he was passionate about it himself. Sony has no one of that caliber. So if you don't have no one of that caliber, mm-hmm. you can throw money at a director. You can have that director direct something. You can try to pull stuff from the source material. It's going to be missing the heartbeat. You're going to have a golem. You're going to have something that looks big and looks like it can do a job, but it has no brain. It has no heart. It has no soul. And when it comes onto the screen, it's going to have the equivalent of a wet fart. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be disgusting. Nobody wants to be around you and it's going to be a problem. So that's what I pretty much think about it. Pretty much short, flattened, and simple. And if you agree or disagree with me in the comments, let me know. <laughs> so I, I will say this. I'm willing to give Sony a chance with Venom 2. But if they put out Morbius and you can't have Blade in it, what's the point? That's my point. <laughs> and I'm sorry because there's I'm, no cohesiveness in no 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 and you, you don't like that yeah. brings up the whole Marvel Knights and like so I don't care about Morbius without yeah you can put Spider-Man in it but that only goes one dimensional right if you don't if you don't have the rest of the characters that can go along with like Blade and um, and um, everyone that goes along with Blade mm-hmm. then what's the point right you, if you don't have Deacon Frost, you don't have the Whistler, you don't have Blade, you don't have Blade's mom, mm-hmm. you don't have all these other vampire characters, mm-hmm. then what is Morbius doing other than fighting Spider-Man once? And that's the end of that. Which brings me an interesting question over to Blade, because once you introduce Blade, how far are you going to go in that rabbit hole? Well, I don't know if they're going to redo Blade's origin. I, they're... they're... I believe they probably will do a version of it. I don't think it's going to be exactly the same as the comics, though. I think they're going to change stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been long enough where, you know, the Blade movies were 90s, so... Right, which is still fine. Yeah. No, because even then I heard rumors that they were trying to do a Wesley Snipes' Dracula for Blade. So, and, and that, actually ties in, that actually ties into how they can change the origin story of Blade and all the other stuff, how he was brought up, brought up and all this stuff. Yeah, black. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> his mom white and still he would be, he would be pretty dumb. Let's I was just saying Nestle. I mean, I called him Nestle Snipes. Oh dear God. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Listen, the, the brother is as dark as, as it is. So we're, we, I mean, and, and there's no shame in that. No, no, no. Black is beautiful. So we, we, we're not going to smash on Do you that. remember when you used to make fun of Devin and called him Nestle Snipes? Oh gosh. called him Black and Devin. <laughs> So if you hear the word Devin, Devin is one of our circle brothers. We pick on him. We love you, Trap. Yeah, that's, that's one of our that's one of our boys. Right? That's that's one of our brothers, the younger brother. So since he's the younger brother, he gets picked on a lot. Oh man, so, <laughs> the word for that. Right. But um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, when it comes to uh, the Mo- uh, more was it Mobius? Morbius. 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 Yeah. So the living vampire. Yeah, the living vampire. Yeah, that's like I said. There's not really much you can do with that. The only thing that really makes sense to me, if they were going to continue the Spider-Man thing, but the way that they actually ended it, it uh, in my mind, it makes better sense to do Craven the Hunter 
to actually go after Spider-Man because now he's actually out there. If he actually is wanted, then he can actually come out and do Craven, And then if that actually ties into the other Sinister Six and everything else that actually t ties into. And we actually talked about uh, the Green Goblin and all that other stuff that, yeah. that could potentially happen. If Disney didn't pull the rug. So, <laughs> so now that Disney pulled the rug, Literally all of that's in limbo right now as far as whether they'll actually do it or not. More but like, did you hear who they were, ha who like some people like speculated was supposed to be Norman Osborn? Who? Giancarlo Esposito. Was it? Gus from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh. Or the guy, if you, if you have not watched The Boys, and you're an adult hopefully, Go on if you have Amazon Prime. Yes, watch, watch the boys. That. He okay. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, he's in that show, but like, but only for a brief moment. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't mess anything but up. But more than Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. That's required. That's required watching for Soper Brothers. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, you need to find it on wherever you can stream Netflix it and go ahead and watch it. You will not. It starts slow, but boy oh boy, if you stick with it. It's only six seasons too, so if you stick with it, man, you are going to be a lot more pleased with the ending than you were with Game of Thrones. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, but so what I think now can this is my thoughts about how the MCU can get along without Spider Man mm -hmm. because I mean as it stands right now he's not he's not going to be in it. Mm -hmm. Fine, you got time where you can focus on. More more characters. In fact, you have a whole treasure trove of characters. So, like the the biggest things are obviously Fantastic Four and X Men. Mm -hmm. So now you can because they were going to take time away to bring these characters in and usher them in. Right. So Spider Man wasn't going to be a fixture for these next stories. These these stories they were, were trying to with with making them the new Tony Stark, but till that well, but. But they can easily replace that. Oh yeah, so no, no, no. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you can you can make. Um, well, okay, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. Now that you're not getting, um, let's say they don't get Spider-Man back, right. and he's not doing the whole Tony Stark thing, bring in Ironheart. Now you got Riri Williams, and okay. that makes sense. Okay. So because we don't know exactly what Tony was doing during that time frame. Right. Like in in game, it could be that you know, as he was living in that cabin, uh, a very nice cabin, um, he was working with school, and that's how he got to meet Riri. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, there's an AI of him, and they could do something like that. Um, they're bringing Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel, so right. that's going to happen. She Hawk's right. going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have all of these characters that uh that um. You can you can bring in that would especially re, re, would replace Iron Man, right. um, and then you also have that kid from Iron Man three, whom I think they'll make um, Iron Lad. Yes, okay. That they make him Iron Lad, and then he you know Iron Lad turns into um, what his name is. You talking about a uh, Kang? Yes, Kang the Conqueror. Yes, in Iron Lad, same one and same person. Yeah. And so then he does the whole time travel thing because yeah. he finds out about the pin particles. They can do that or time stone, however they want to play that. Right. So that makes a very interesting story. Right. So then you had then you could have Iron Lad uh, and or King the Conqueror versus Riri and the Young Avengers. So you can have Riri with uh, Kamala Khan. Right. Um, you have uh, Monica Rambeau because 
uh, her daughter exists because of uh, Captain Marvel, so she's going to end up with powers, mm-hmm. and so uh, they can make her photon. That was her mom's call sign in the right. movie. Um, so then, um, and, oh, and then you have Kate Bishop. So uh, yeah, so yep, so uh, she can be in the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and stature. Yeah. Um, because yeah. she's grown Cassie. up now. Yep, yeah. Cassie, uh, Cassie Lang. So there's there's your there's your Young Avengers, um, which is I think they're actually building for that anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think they were doing that. But then uh, then you have Fantastic Four. So this in and of itself is is the biggest thing that you got going on right now. Right. Um, you have you have to you have to do Reed Richards, which I swear I really hope that they use John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. And the only reason why I say this is yeah. because if people don't know this. John Krasinski was actually supposed to be Captain America. And he turned it down. Well, yes, kind of. Well, yeah. And then, um, well, Chris Evans turned it down. Because mm-hmm. he was like, well, it's already Human Torch. And so, uh, and plus, John said that he, uh, you know, he, he, he just didn't feel right. Right, and I think because right. he was still in the middle of doing the office, office. yeah, so it yeah. was a different tone than the office, and he's already getting popular doing the office. And it was like this: I, I don't feel right doing this because I'm not going to, I'm not going to be viewed as doing the character justice. Right, right, because right. he's just known for being funny. Right, and so, and then his wife Emily Blunt, before they got married, was supposed to be uh, the Black Widow. Yep, yeah. So they they have a history with working with Marvel, as most A listers would. And um, so I think they will use those two uh, for uh, Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who they would pick for Johnny Storm. Um, but honestly, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with Ben Grimm. I don't, I don't care who you pick for those two. Right. Because it doesn't matter. When you see them mostly, well, Ben Grimm for the most, he's going to be the it's thing. It's going to be CG. Yeah, it's going to be CG. He's going to be the thing. Right. Uh, and then, well... And then Johnny Storm, yeah, yes and no. Um, but what I would really like to see is before they um, bring in all of the X-Men, mm-hmm. is or at least once they've done that, that you do the, the Human Torch and Iceman, mm-hmm. like where they team up and do something, I think that would be great. That would be good for a show. Um, and then, of course, the X-Men. Right. Now, with the X-Men, you're not only are you bringing in Professor X, Magneto, Juggernaut, Storm, yeah. uh, which okay, uh, you can tease her at the end of Black Panther too, and have uh, T'Challa marry um, Aurora Monroe. Uh, so that's a thing because uh, they were actually married in the comics. Right. Um, then you can bring in Gambit. You can bring in the Brood. You can bring in Savage Land. You can bring in the Shi'ar, which then ties in with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have Nova also comes into everything. Uh, Here's a question though. If you're talking about Gambit, because they've tried that before, trying to bring out Gambit for an actual movie. Oh no, he doesn't need a standalone. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, would it work out better for a TV show? No, not a standalone. Hmm. Okay, because I'm thinking like, because the story of Gambit, uh, the thieves guild, the assassins, and all the other stuff going down the body, I think it'd actually be a great for a TV show. It could be if they did it right. Right, right. But that would be hard to do. Sure. And you'd have to. There's a, there's way too much you have to add into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could work. It could work. Right, but you have to have the right actor and all the other stuff, the right writing for it, and you have that. Well, the budget probably. I'd imagine the budget probably wouldn't be all that bad. It'd probably be the equivalent of the budget that they have for Preacher, except probably a little bit more in the CGN. Ooh. 
Because think about it, like the South yeah. and all the other stuff yeah, going yeah. on. You basically, just car chases. The, the only CG thing you're really doing is like the night of the eyes. Yeah. And the, oh yeah, the car and the yeah, and the Nikes. I forgot about him yeah. too. But yeah, but that's really pretty much it. Because I don't think there's a, or not Night King Shadow King Shadow King. King. Yeah. Sorry, Night yeah. King's Game of Thrones camp. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> uh, well, if they do the Shadow King, um, that's the same character that was messing with Professor X, right? Gordon. No, Shadow King. So, see, and that's that's why there right, right, right. that continuity, right, right. especially with Storm, because right. remember that she was a part of that Thieves Guild too. So uh, that just because when she okay. was picked up in Cairo, she was a thief, a pickpocket, right? And she was working with the Shadow King, right? And uh, and his organization, and then you know, and then he also has the Morlocks. So then that just right, right. that that that. Right, but it can. But like I'm saying, there's a lot. There's a lot more content to work with. Right, right. Without, if you actually just view it through the proper aspect, have the right budget for it, which is like I said, it's not really going to take a whole lot if you're doing it in the south. The the bulk of your budget is probably like a few CG shots. And, True. And think about it. It doesn't have to be long. It too, it could be about like the Netflix ones, like maybe eight eight episodes, if that. It probably be somewhere between six and eight. Okay. Give it a test run, see if it works. If not, fine. It works as its own standalone. Because really, his whole story arc can actually be crunched down in about a good eight to maybe ten episodes if you just do a one shot and that's it, uh-huh. and then just roll that character into the actual movie itself. So that way, people have a backstory and they actually understand. If they're interested, they can go on Disney Plus, go ahead and watch, binge watch it through, and then they understand that character and other characters that actually get rolled into the X. But do you think Remy is that much of a compelling character that everyone wants to find out what makes Remy LeBeau Gambit? If you mix him in with uh, with little others, like you said, the Storm one actually yeah. works. So that way, you know, you have your Storm, like she like will say for whatever reason. She's there and she gets in trouble with Thieves Guild and she's only there for like a couple episodes, just like uh, with uh, Luke Cage, where he had Danny Rand there for a few episodes, but that was literally it. Do the same thing with Storm, have her there for a few episodes. Okay, 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 I see what you're saying. She gets in trouble with the thieves, she's got to leave. But she runs off to. She runs off back to Africa and then meets uh, T'Challa and all the other stuff. But that's on the movie side. Yeah, that so, could work. So that's how you can start tying the movies of when with the Disney Plus stuff, and it makes the Disney Plus streaming service more valuable as far as content because now the content isn't. It could work as standalone if you're not interested in the other stuff, but if mm-hmm. you're interested in it, like most people are, mm-hmm. then it's going to bring more value to the t- Disney Plus uh, brand because your content isn't just TV shows; it's TV shows that's literally connected with the movie universe, and you can see the connections. So I'm going to make a bold uh, statement here, and thinking that. And some people, you can disagree with me in the comments. It's fine. Right. I think you don't do an X-Men movie right off. You do a TV show. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because the TV show gives you a lot more flexibility with whatever storyline you're wanting to start it off with. Right. I think what they're doing is they're taking what Hickman's doing. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be... They're going to take part of that storyline... Mm-hmm. And that is going to set up uh, X Men versus Avengers. Um, but the only problem with that is yeah. is the whole Phoenix Force thing, and that you in that it it was um, Scott's it was Scott and um, Jean's child that got the Phoenix Force in X Men versus yeah, Avengers. Hope. Yeah, Hope Hope yeah. Summers got the Phoenix Force. So I that that may be too much, mm-hmm. too soon. Yeah. But I definitely believe that um, 
I mean, for a movie, it would be perfect. Right. Because you, you need to have the new Avengers fight someone, and the X-Men, I think, would be great. Right. But I do think that doing the TV show, one, would be great. And I think you start off with the 90s-style X-Men, mm-hmm. and, again, you can, you can talk crap in the comments, but use the cartoon as a jumping point. Because that material, mm. you don't have to do it verbatim, you know, right. word for word, but use that idea of and the X Men action. Yes, uh, and I think that would work. Okay. Because um, that that brand of X Men is the X Men. I think don't do uh, the first class. Hated first class, by the way. Um, don't do where you, you centers around Wolverine. I hate that. Don't center it around characters that aren't the center point or the anchor point right. for X Men. So we're we're so just to be clear, we're talking about taking the uh, the nineties X Men as far as the storylines and the concepts that were in it from the cartoon. From the cartoon, yes, and making it into a live action. Are we talking about live action movie, TV show, TV show, TV show, mm-hmm. and and you you do all the stories. You run all the stories through, mm-hmm. and then the movies. Are the big is like the big events. So now we're using the same characters. Yes. So Uh, in the TV show, in the TV show, you're doing, uh, you're setting up, let's say, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants at first, if that's if that's what they want to do. So then, and this would work Hmm. with Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, okay? Because you could have in the TV show um, where um, Mystique Hmm. finds uh, Rogue. And she's guiding Rogue, you know, teaching her right. the ropes. And then they know about Carol Danvers. Right. And then Rogue steals her power. Mm. Carol Danvers is out for a while. Right. Now you have Miss Marvel that's in there, plus Photon. So that 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 picks up that slack. And then uh, Rogue's part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, just like in a comic book. Right. And then uh, and then that's the first movie. You could do that. Okay. Or um, if they're not wanting to do that, um, I would have them because you you need with the X Men you bring you bring a movie that affects the whole Marvel universe. So just X Men mm-hmm. do any any like or even take Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. That could be the whole for the first season mm-hmm. is the, is them fighting them, mm-hmm. and then once you know Chuck and uh, and and Eric decide. You know, all right, we're not going to fight each other. Peace, as for right now. Right. And then uh, their their first fight is against um, the Avengers. Then you go back to the TV show. Then the next fight, all big Marvel Universe thing, is Onslaught. You know, it could be something that could happen. But always do the big stuff in the movies and have the TV show. The stuff. Yeah, in in the uh, in the TV show. And then, um, and then you could even bring another TV show in, which is this is going to be a great one. You're going to smile, which is X Force, because you've already right. had the idea with Deadpool. Right. So, and you're going to have to bring Deadpool into the MCU. What better way than to have him cameo into X Force right. and do stuff, right? Um, but not make him a central character, right? So, yeah, okay. But that's that. That's just. I mean, with all the other characters that they have going mm-hmm. on right now, you don't. You, there's not a need for Spider-Man. You got you got the Moon Knight TV show, which I can't wait for. Right. Um, which was announced during the Disney conference. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, you have uh, Taskmaster that's going to be in um, in Black Widow, and I can't wait for that. Yes, so you have all these other characters. Plus, when you bring in Fantastic Four, you got Silver Surfer, you got Galactus, and, and and I think that bringing Galactus in and having him as the the overarching overarching villain for the next couple phases, right. as uh, it starts off where um, with the Eternals that. You know, you show Galactus going after planets, right? And uh, and he has different heralds, and I think that you know, in Eternals, at this one he has one herald that we haven't, seen, you know, like um, I can't think of a guy who was a herald of. of there's been so Outside many. of Silver Surfer, yeah, I can't remember them all. Um, but you know, and, like uh, um, Archangel turned into uh, Death Angel, was it? When it when what was he actually a herald too? I don't think he was. Could have sworn. No, that was Apocalypse. That was something else. Okay, never mind. But, I mean, crap, you can even have Thanos be a herald of, of Galactus. Yeah, pretty much. But he falls in line with the uh, with the Inhumans because he's a deviant. So, I mean... <laughs> yeah. I, so, I mean, like, it just... There's so much that you can do that Spider-Man, like, for the for the time being, for the next four years, mm -hmm. Spider-Man's going to be on the back burner. And right. soon he's going to mess it up. I mean, let's just be honest. They're going to pull an amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, True. and they're going to make it suck, and then they're going to come whining back to, tomorrow, to Disney. All right, we messed up. Yeah, we know you did. Right, but I think they actually learned a lesson from this one. Um, uh, Disney did. So if they do go back to the table and they do actually work with them, Sony's not going to relinquish them at all. They they actually know that now. Well, no, they're never going to give them up, but they're right. going to they're going to do a better deal where it's like a thirty seventy split or sixty forty. Right, but at the same time, they're not going to have Tom not Tom, but they're not going to have Spider Man as essential character anymore. Because before, that's what Tom uh, Feige was trying to build up. He was trying to build Spider Man up as essential character in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. Now, because of this issue, issue, uh, if they do get him back. I think it's going to make everybody gun shy that Sony's going to try to basically say, "Oh no, no, wait, wait, wait." So therefore, they're like, "You know what? We learned our lesson the first time with you trying to do this. We'll still do it. We'll still work out a deal. We'll still go ahead and put out Spider-Man movies. But instead of him being in the forefront, he's probably going to be in the middle now. As far as he'll be in, he'll be around the Marvel universe, but he won't be a front central character. That's where they were originally trying to do it. Mm -hmm. And now because of this, it actually kind of threw a monkey wrench in the plan, which is not a problem because, like I said, there's so much content they can literally skirt around it. Or here's here's something that just goes, just right. blows all of our theories out of the water, and this is this is craziness, mm -hmm. and um, this is crazy. Right. What if, mm -hmm. what if, Sony and Marvel. In Disney, this is Sony and Disney in this mm -hmm. case. They, they want us to believe that there's no deal, mm -hmm. and Spider-Man gets killed in one of these movies, and mm -hmm. Sony says mm -hmm. this is an alternate universe, still akin to MCU, mm -hmm. and then they bring in Miles Morales. And then you have the whole Spider-Men thing. Right, and that's the Spider-Universe. No, 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 no Spider-Universe. No Spider-Universe. Really? This, okay. this is just... Just the Spider-Men. This is just... Then you, then you have the whole thing where Miles learns from Peter Parker from another, from another dimension because their Peter Parker died. Right. Just like in the, just like in Into the Spider-Verse. Right. In the, in the movie. So we're talking about the live-action one. Right. right, this is live-action. 
So, because Miles does exist in the MCU. Right. Just as Spider-Man does exist in the MCU. Right. But through this deal, however they're working it, they're making a branching a branching universe. Okay. That still is in that. Right. But this this is this is like Earth 1486. Or no, because that actually is Earth. Right. Um I there's so many I can't even think of which one it is. But uh but in the in the one where Miles took over Mm -hmm. as Spider Man. Okay. And then and then they can say when their movies suck, oh well it's like the ultimate comics. Right. And then that's how they fold it in. I guarantee you that's probably what they're doing. They're trying to find a way to get uh, Miles Morales, Miles Morales, into the Marvel universe. Or they're doing the whole Ultimate Comics thing, the Ultimate Marvel Comics thing, where they had all the different characters, but, but they're was, all standalone. Yeah, but okay. then, but then, like they folded that universe, mm. but they kept uh, what characters did they keep? Um, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, Miles Morales, um, uh, Spider Man Noir. No, I don't think they kept him. Was it twenty ninety nine? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like the whole Ultimate Comics thing. Oh, Spider Man twenty nine, but twenty ninety nine does exist. Okay, he, he's just in the future. Okay, but I'm thinking like the when they when they stop doing the Ultimate Comics, mm-hmm. they 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 kill off all those lines of characters. Oh, yeah. But they kept because Miles was so popular. He's he he's he so made popular. it into the Marvel like the the mainline Marvel universe. Okay, so he was taken from his dimension. So Spider Gwen. And a couple other characters right. that were ultimate comic characters made it over to six one six. So that's what I'm thinking, and then they could use it as that. Just just spitball on it. Huh. Interesting. So now that we actually beat your ear to death about Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was actually the big news over the last two to three weeks, especially with D23 uh, happening too. Everybody was getting questioned about that, and of course, nobody had any answers. So, or no one was told. No one. You want to get paid? You don't say right. You don't say nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know All right. So let me go ahead and do a quick rundown of other stuff that's actually been happening in the world. Uh, let's see. Funny thing. Okay, uh, CBR.com is actually reporting too. This is actually an old interview, but an old article actually, but not too old. I shouldn't actually mention it. Remember He Man and the Masters of the Universe, the actual cartoon show? Well, Kevin Smith is actually filming the Masters of the Universe sequel for Netflix. And I believe, uh, let's see, let me take a look. Yeah, Masters of the Universe Revelation will pick up where the original Masters of the Universe cartoon left off. The sequel series was revealed by Kevin Smith during a panel at PowerCon 2019 in Anaheim, California. According to Twitter user at PixelDan, Smith himself set to set, set to serve as a showrunner on Revelation. Uh, additionally, Powerhouse Animation, the studio behind Netflix's Castlevania series, has been enlisted to tackle He-Man's new anime outgoing. That's going to be dope. Because the the anime and the whole thing that happened for Netflix, for Castlevania, that thing was amazing. So if they're that, that dope with it with uh, Castlevania, I'm curious to see what uh, He-Man is actually going to look like. So uh, we haven't actually had a date as of when it comes out, but when it does actually come out, we will actually go ahead and let you know. Uh, let's see. You know there's a movie also, right? I heard about that, but I, I haven't heard much about about what was going on there. 
So Sony's doing Masters of the Universe. Oh dear. <laughs> Yeah, this is why it always gets really good. So that's why I was like, wait a minute. And then like the only person that they have so far that they have cast as He-Man is uh, it's Noah Centineo or something. And I, the only movie I know that he was in, uh, let's see his filmography. I don't, there's nothing I've ever seen of his. Yeah. So, so what does that tell you? It tells me that it, it's a Sony production. <laughs> and as it's a Sony production, hmm, we will wait and see to figure out what's going on with that. Um, in the meantime, though. He was on Jesse? Oh, my God, dude. Pass. So, next. <laughs> uh, the next thing that actually came out, this is actually a link through Variety. Matrix 4 is officially a go with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and, and the Wachowskis. Uh, well, I think only one of the one of the, one only one of them. I think uh, it's Lana. Yeah, that's but they're both they're both involved. Right. Um, is it Laura's the other? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, but anyway, but, uh, it's actually, this is actually through an article through Variety. Uh, Lana Lana Wachowski is set to write and direct the fourth film set in the world of the Matrix with Keanu Reeves, Kieran Moss reprising their roles as Neo and Trinity, respectively. Warner Brothers Pictures and Village Roadshow Pictures will produce and globally distribute the film. Warner Brothers Picture Group Chairman Tony Emmerich made the announcement. Wait, on wait, Tuesday. wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. Spoiler warning for this. If you haven't watched Matrix, then I'm sorry. You don't deserve to watch movies. Um, but Trinity died, and so did Neo. So how are they going to be back in this movie? Unless they're programs. That's the only way it works, is if they're programs. Actually, that was halfway implied through one of the movies, too. Because if Neo has to go back into the Matrix to be sacrificed, quote-unquote sacrificed, right. then that means he, he was a part of the program anyway. He just didn't know. Because remember, because that's because that's the same thing that the the whole, one of the things was, well, yeah, he was actually human, right? So we're, but at the same time, when he started coming into his own and start realizing things, then why was the, the master program so amped to try to get him back in? Because... The program itself, the the, the architect, mm -hmm. was calling all of the programs to come back. He said, it's a, it's a program. We set up new programs, old programs come back into the fold, which is one of the reasons why it's like there's been multiple versions of you. <gasps> and that's the reason why I was okay. like, if you want to stop all this, we could put a pause on it. You just need to come back. Also, oh, humans aren't really humans. They're just... Oh, okay. I've always wondered that because even when he was in the real world, he could he said, wait, I can feel the Sentinels. Right. So even what they think is the real world isn't. It's still a program. This steak is tastes wonderful. And I know it's fake. I know it's not real, but... No, no, no. I mean, I mean that, okay, he was in the Matrix when... Right, right. Okay, he was in the Matrix when right, that right, happened. Right. But I'm talking about at the end of the second... He started evolving. Well, yeah, at the end of the second movie, yeah. when uh, they were in uh, Morpheus's ship, yeah. and it was getting and the signals were getting ready to attack, he was like, wait, something's wrong. I can feel them. Mm -hmm. And then like he puts his hand out, and he, he freezes them, yeah. and then oh, he passes out. Right. And then they put him next to, uh, what's-his-face, it was Roy Smith. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's supposed to be the real world. But I always wondered and thought that what was really the real world wasn't, but was just another layer of programming. 
So, like, right. let's say... Because the architect said it, too. He's like, we tried multiple simulations with human beings before. We gave you a perfect utopia, a perfect world, and you guys rejected it. So that seems like whatever program... Let's just say they're using Linux, and they put VirtualBox on there, mm -hmm. and you can run whatever program, you, whatever operating system. Mm -hmm. And so, and you can... And then once you make that virtualized system, you can put another virtualized system in there. So it's like a mirror look behind a mirror, behind a mirror. So then that makes sense. So it's redundancy. So yeah, so we don't know the true layer that they're in. I think what mm -hmm. they're in is the that Linux system, but that Linux system, someone set, um, let's say they're a Linux system, and they put Unix mm -hmm. as in VirtualBox. Yeah. And on that Unix system, you're like, well, I want to put Windows. Why would you want to put Windows? But I'm going to put Windows on there. And so with that Windows box yeah. is what they thought was the matrix. And then when they're in Unix, they think that's the real world. But really, Unix is running on Linux. Oh, okay. And that was your tech talk for today. So right. <laughs> then, then, then the next movie is going to be in Red Hat. And if you don't know what Red Hat is, yeah. <laughs> so, so there, so there's that as far as uh, Matrix. We'll keep an eye on that too to see what actually unfolds with that, because we still have yet to see if it actually will go all the way through to completion. Well, I think it will, and I think it will too. There's too much money in there. Uh, now, as far as other stuff that's been introduced, we've already mentioned it before with the Disney 23. They announced She-Hulk, which is actually going to be amazing. What I think will actually be amazing if they do it right. Which I, I think they will. And I think they will. Uh, the funny thing is too is that. Uh, since she actually is a lawyer, I'm curious to see where she would actually intervene uh, in different places, too, which I... Oh, do you wonder if they're going to bring Hogarth back? That would be amazing. But I know that since she's a part of the other... What's the name? Well, you don't have to carry a moss be her. I mean, you can pick anyone else that can do I it. I actually liked the way she did it. I did. I liked her as Hogarth, so... I, I that was dope. But then it wouldn't work because... Yeah, reasons. Yeah. So anyway, I'll well, that. We already Mer Mahershal Ali was in the Netflix shows, and he was Cottonmouth, and he's now Blade. Yeah, two different characters. That's because they liked him so much, too. True. true so true. Anyway, uh, they do have. Uh, we already mentioned that they have a Moon Knight, which I'm shocked uh, that they actually uh, announced this one, but not too shocked. I'm cu more curious to see who they're actually going to get to play Moon Knight. It would be funny and it would be amazing if they actually had Keanu Reeves do it, but I don't think they're going to go that way, that route. But it, it would be funny. Uh, let's see. We are also missing about uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel uh, Kamala Khan, who is a mutant, by the way, uh, mm -hmm. who's going to be in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe with her own. Uh, that is actually, is it a TV show or is it a movie? I think it's a movie. I think TV show. TV show? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so it's going to be a TV show for her. I guarantee they're going to roll her into the movies at some way, shape, or form. Um, let's see. And I also heard that they, there's, there might be a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur coming up too. I think there, I think there is. I think, I think that's something that they had mentioned. Oh no, it is. It's a, it's going to be a cartoon. Yeah, it's coming it's in twenty twenty. Yeah, 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 more for more for the younger kids. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Uh, which is great comic book. If you, it, it's really good. I like it. So, so they got that coming. Uh, let's see, Kit Harrington is actually confirmed as Black, Black Knight in Eternals. That was that one kind of hit me sideways. I'm like, wow, okay. I was like, well, I know we could do the role. We already saw him in Game of Thrones. So, mm -hmm. so I'm like, I. I think that may actually work. 
So it's just because there's not really a whole lot on Black Knight per se, but he actually was in relationship with one of the Eternals, if I'm not mistaken. He was, and then they also one of the Braddocks. Um, one of the Braddocks is um, the sister. No, no, no. Um, so there's uh, Betsy and God, what's the one that was Captain Britain? Um, he's a, he, that's Betsy's brother. Yeah. And then uh, another one of their brothers in another universe was Spider-Man. So, um, yeah, yeah we, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's another Spider-Man. More Spider-Man. More Spider-Man. But, um, but he, the, the, that, the Black Knight that was one of the Braddocks, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so their line, which I hope eventually they do show that because the Eternals takes place, what, like, like, they never really confirmed how, I mean, how they're going to do it in the movies. I think they're going to start with the origin, and then I think they're going to time jump. Yeah, to to present day, because yeah. they they don't realize after, so when they, they're kind of like Myra, when they die, they go back to their bodies, like they have. Right, their conscious goes back to, to another, another body. body. Right. And, but their body still looks the same, because it's sitting in like kind of like another mold. Yeah. So it actually gets projected, they come out again. And everything is fine and right as rain. And I think they are going to do the time jump. They'll do the like the original. Where it's, yeah. And then they'll probably jump. Where the celestials like plant right. the seeds and put them on there. Right. And then... They'll do a few other time jumps, like maybe like 60s, 70s, whatever. I think they're. Ooh, so I wonder if they're right, going to show. Because they have, they have to show that the fact that they're internal. Yeah. So they probably will actually do time jumps from here and there just to try to establish that fact. Uh, and I don't think they'll actually be there for very long. Not like they were, like what DC's doing with Wonder Woman and doing it in the seventies. Uh, no, uh, so Wonder Woman's nineteen eighty four because well, that's, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. that's the okay. actual name of the movie, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Okay, so that being said, uh, but I do believe they're going to do a, a number of time jumps, but I think they'll actually do it respectively. So I don't think we have to worry too much about that. Uh, also, one other thing I wanted to mention too. Uh, let's see. Oh, mm -hmm. um, so. Also for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah, um, he he um, he doesn't get to become Captain America yet in the show. So when the show starts, mm -hmm. he's still Falcon. Does it pick up like right after? Uh... I think he has the shield. Yeah, but did you hear who they're putting in the show? Who? U.S. Agent. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. So. If they're going to do that, mm -hmm. I wonder if they're going to put Isaiah Bradley in also at some point. Mm. Okay. I don't I don't think they will. They should, but I don't think they will. Yeah, they should. But then again, I heard rumors around uh, Blue Marvel too, at some point being revealed. Not in Captain Winter Soldier, but just as another... They're just trying to figure out they're doing it in a movie or they're going to do it in a TV show. There, there's talks. Yeah. So, uh, so for those of you who don't know who Blue Marvel is, uh, look it up through Google. Uh, Blue Marvel is literally the Marvel equivalent of Superman, except he's black. So I mean, you can follow the story from there. It's actually a great story. You should actually read it. Um, Speaking of Falcon, did you know that for Alter Carbon, mm -hmm. he's Takeshi in season two? For Alter Carbon? Yes. Because remember, Joel Kinnaman was was Takeshi. He was just in that sleeve. Right. That was Joel Kinnaman. Right. But in this next in the next season, um, the guy who plays Falcon, mm -hmm. I can't think of his name is yeah, yeah. Becca's gonna kill me. Um <laughs> Becca's my daughter. Uh he he it's it's um him that's playing um that he's Takeshi. 
Uh, this time, well, the sleeve that he's in is uh, um, what season is that? Uh, two show comes out at. I don't know. I don't know when. Uh, I don't think it comes out for a while. Okay. Anthony Mackie is his name. Walter Carver, because that was actually a good show too. You should watch that. If you're not yeah, under yeah. eighteen, right. you should not watch yeah, it. You should not watch that. So <laughs> ignore what I just said. So anyway, uh, however. Did you hear about Baron Zemo? Yes. He's going to wear the mask. That's great. That's, that, that's all that needs to be done. Thank you. Because it needs to be. How are you going to be Baron Zemo without the mask? Exactly. That, that's that's the whole point. <laughs> so outside of that, while Eric's looking up, there's a couple other things I wanted to mention too. Uh, for Mortal Kombat 11, if you actually have played that particular game, uh, it's actually pretty dope. Uh, of course, it sticks along with the Marvel, Marvel, uh, not Marvel, but the Mortal Kombat series. Uh, a lot of uh, kneeing and fatalities and skull crushings and bone breakings and a lot of different other things along with that. But uh, Keith David, who's actually going to be doing the voice of Spawn for one of the add-ons for Mortal Kombat. Keith David is? Keith David. Yeah, the, movie, the man with the smooth, deep voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be dope. So, and there's other add-ons to that. It's actually with uh, Mortal Kombat 11, if memory serves me correctly. I believe they have... Uh, Terminator? They do have Terminator. Uh, Spawn, Joker. But a weird Joker. Yeah, that, that, that kind of threw me off. I'm like, why? But anyway, that that's not here nor there. Um, so, outside of that, the Joker... Uh, like was Kombat. there a Jason? No. Or was um, that with a previous one? What is it? Mortal... Yeah, so it was at Mortal Kombat 11. So, uh, let's see. So, like I said, voice of Keith David. The dude is amazing. Uh, if you actually are into video games and stuff like that with Mortal Kombat, which is just fighting games, you probably want to pick that one up too. And last but not least, as we're talking about Netflix shows, The Sandman is greenlit. Oh, Nightwolf is in that one um and starting more combat 11. yeah the combat it's combat pack this first one it's it's uh spawn joker terminator and then they're also putting in night wolf um shang sung and uh the like the girl that was like the female shang sung but i can't ah, sindel yeah. i don't care for her anyway nah, that's yeah, like I mentioned before, Neil Gaiman's The Salmon is greenlit by Netflix. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. After several attempts to film the Gaiman's acclaimed comic book series, the streaming giant has picked up the massive deal with Warner Brothers. And this is going to be amazing. And this is actually through uh, The Guardian, uh, as far as this particular article. Uh, so if you haven't read The Sandman, The Sandman comic is actually amazing. Uh, I would say at least pick up the first issue. It is visually, visually overstimulating <laughs> because the artwork is amazing. With it, you know I'm a sucker for artwork when it comes to comic books. But even the story is pretty, pretty good too. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually read it, but I do remember the story that I've had read is is pretty, pretty good. So with this one, uh, I'm interested to see how it is going to look on live action. 
So with yeah. that one, we'll keep you abreast of that one too, because I'm curious to see how it's going to pan out. There's really not a whole lot of information since they just greenlit the deal. So once they actually come up with more information. But I think the only reason why we haven't seen anything is because all the other different um, iterations that they were that they've tried to do over the past few years, mm -hmm. uh, Neil Gaiman's like, no, no, no. Right. And like everything they've done, they've always done something where it, he's just like, oh, that, no, this is not how this character is. This is not mm -hmm. how we're going to do this. And Netflix finally was like, well, what do you want to do? And he was like, oh, you're giving me rain. Yes. And then he's like, cool, then we're doing it this way. Yeah. And they let it, they greenlit it. So. Right, because Netflix has learned a lesson like, you know your audience, you have a command of your audience, you bring your audience here to Netflix. Because now we, we can't depend on Marvel anymore because they already left. Right, we we need help. <laughs> well, they got the Umbrella Academy, and which is um, dope. Yes, and they also have Altered Carbon, which is another which is another book, mm -hmm. which is dope. And Sandman just adds to the need to keep uh, yeah. Netflix. Net, yep, need to keep for Netflix. Outside of that, I believe that is actually it. We are. Oh, whoa, 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 oh. whoa! Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the bonus section. Uh, let me let me let me pause this for a moment. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the hour and 14 minute ballpark. Normally, we usually keep this around 40, 50 minutes. But as I said before, this is a Labor Day special because we got time. <laughs> <laughs> got nothing but. We got time and nothing but time. So we're going to venture into the land of Star Wars. And now that we enter into the land of Star Wars and all things Star Wars, I will let you know this is this is. And will be spoiler heavy. We will cross over multiple topics and probably in a good time span. We will get into rabbit holes, so I hope you will actually hang with us for the extra time that we have to talk about this. And if not, hey, we appreciate you guys rocking with Circle Brothers because we rock with Circle Brothers. You rock with the best. best. So, and we do appreciate you. But if you want to hang around, continue to hang around. We're going to actually get into this overtime right about now. So, we will start Star Wars Universe. Eric, if you would please, sir. All right, so after the trailer drop, that was from D23. Mm -hmm. um, and that was and, trailer four. Uh, that was the second trailer for uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. There were a few things that happened in that trailer. Um, first, they went back to uh, the A New Hope. Then they went into Empire. Mm -hmm. Then they went into Jedi. Then they went back to the prequel and did Phantom Menace. Then Attack of the Clones, and then um, the uh, Revenge of the Sith. Then they started on um, the new uh, Force Awakens, and um, the mess that was the last Jedi. And now they showed some uh, footage of the new movie, um, un unseen footage where it's Ray, Poe, and Finn, mm -hmm. Chewbacca. A very uh, butted out looking C3PO who looked like he was high off a kite. Yeah. I mean, like, that dude was gone. Yeah, I mean, was, he was he was, was toasting. He was <laughs> gone. Like, like I yeah. mean, it, he, his eyes is like yeah. He 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 looked like a bait machine. That's what he <laughs> for, for all intents and purposes, he was. <laughs> and um, so like his eyes was just red. <laughs> but that 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 was that was not the that was not the the creme de la creme. I but, have allowed in my trailer. <laughs> I have that now. I have that gas, sir. I speak in forty different languages. 
Well, he's probably speaking to have another one. He's speaking, speaking high as a kite, bro. So, but what made what made everyone go into a frenzy about this, uh, and even people who aren't really that interested, is the fact that they showed Ray in a dark in a in a dark cloak with a switch with like a switchblade style double lightsaber that. So on the Clone War, in the, right. not in Clone Wars, in um, Rebels, okay. and um, that in the, in the temple, the uh, some of the uh, counselors, mm-hmm. the count counselors, or yeah. but anyways, from from Rebels, they had they had that that council. Well, it was a Jedi council, wasn't it? Was not the Jedi council? They're the people that that are in the temple, and then like uh, oh, Akanan okay. and, and Ezra had to uh, like had to fight them. Okay, gotcha. and then like the the blade at first it was like two, and then it whipped out, and then it's a double blade, so it's like a pike. Okay, so um, so she had that, okay. and she also has like this dark ring on, and it, it just and everyone is no one knows what what's going on. Yeah. so theories abound. Um, I I've talked to a couple different people about. What they think is going on in this one, um, you know, my son uh, says it's definitely Ray. She's definitely turning evil. Um, another friend of mine, Corey, is like he just hopes that it's not garbage um, because he was so mad at uh, at milk at uh, the Last Jedi, and I try to find. I try to find good stuff in that movie. I can't. And I can't and it and and it's it's probably going to be one of those where like in five years, like I look back at the Clone uh, uh, Phantom Menace and I'm like, that's not that bad of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of politics and stuff in there, but you need to have a beginning. Right. And um, so this is my thought on on what that was. Two thoughts actually. Right. One. I think that that's just a force vision. Uh, kind of like when Luke was on Dagobah and went into the cave. And uh, he saw Vader, and then when he cut the mask off, it was himself. Right. So I think that Ray is it's either Ray or Kylo Ren that's seeing this vision right. of what could be. Right. And that if Kylo doesn't do something... Or maybe Ray doesn't do something. She's going to become like this image that we see. Right. Her with the with the red um, lightsaber, right. uh, double bladed one, and so it's more like the uh, personal trial that that Luke went through. Right. So and like so, this is this is what could be. Right. From whomever's point of view, um, that seems like that's going to be the most plausible. Mm-hmm. Is that Ray is seeing this, or or Kylo Ren seeing this, but more probably Ray is seeing that. Okay. That if she doesn't if she doesn't go a certain way, mm. then she's going to go down this path. Or if she does go a certain way, right? Instead of not going a certain way, then she's going to go down that path. So that that, that that's probably what's going on. But that's not why we're here talking because that that's just simple, right? What I hope is happening hmm. is that she's a clone. And this is evident through The Last Jedi when she went down into that cave. Okay. And she had her vision where she was hoping she could see her parents. Yeah. And it was all the different rays. 
And then when she finally makes it up to the one point and wipes away on that rock, and what she sees is herself, meaning she doesn't have parents, and that she's a clone. So there's there's there, and we know in Star Wars there's clones because in Camino, Cypher Diaz got uh, paid um, Jango Fett, and they used him as a clone. So, but that was prequel times. So I'm pretty sure Camino has progressed. I mean, if they have the ability to make a clone army, right. that they could easily, easily take right. something and make a clone. Right. Because even with the fall of the Empire, that particular world was never destroyed. Correct. They just kind and of it's out. Destroyed. It's kind of far, far out. It's not right. in the outer reach, right. but it's it's pretty. It's cl- yeah, it's out there. It's not outer rim, but it's it's close enough. So this is where this is where this is going to this theory. You have to bear with me on this one, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm kind of taking what happened in Marvel Comics uh, with X23 mm-hmm. to to get to this point of how they could get wrecked. Okay, for all those who don't know who X23 is, I I, I shake my head at you. Um, so there's there was a battle that happened or a fight that happened mm-hmm. in Cloud City. Okay. This fight was between Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, right? Um, so what they've changed kind of and made this canon is that after the battle on yet yeah, outside of uh, with with the uh, first Death Star mm-hmm. uh, and, and on Yavin, mm-hmm. the Battle of Yavin, um, after Luke destroyed the Death Star, Darth Vader wanted to find out who he was. And uh, this is how Darth Vader comes to find out that the pilot was Luke Skywalker. The only other person who knew who Anakin Skywalker was is uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. That's why Grand Moff Tarkin and Vader actually have like uh, a friendship and an understanding with each other. So that's why Grand Moff Tarkin was like, Vader, release him. And he was like, as you wish. Because they had an understanding. Because Grand Moff Tarkin is the only other person... Other than Obi Wan and the Emperor, who knows that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker, right? Unless Mace Windu is still alive, which I, he probably is. But um, <laughs> so uh, then, at that point, Darth Vader went on the lookout for Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So that's why in the movies he's like, "We we need to get him." Right. It's not just because he he wants to find out whoever destroyed the the Death Star. Mm-hmm. He knows it's his son. But he only thinks there's just one. He doesn't know about Leia. He just right. knows about Luke. So that kind of fits the pattern of what uh, Kylo Ren's been searching out for Rey. Because mm-hmm. it's the same pattern. It's like I need to find you. I need to find you. Or you know. Yeah, so continue. so when when they fight on on in Cloud City mm-hmm. and he gets his his hand cut off. Uh, well, obviously someone had to find a lightsaber. Right. The original idea was for them to have the lightsaber floating in space. And someone catches it and gets it in space, like, and it lands on a planet, which okay. doesn't make sense. No. And that's dumb. They cut that out. It's right. dumb. Right. We don't need that. Right. But at the time when uh, in Cloud City, it was it was it had a whole bunch of Imperials, so the city was never destroyed. And now you have um, Lando in the new movie, so there's your bridge okay. to connect Lando with Cloud City. And he'll meet with Maz Kanata, mm-hmm. and then we'll get this exposition of how 
the lightsaber got into Maz's hands. Mm -hmm. Is that someone, some Imperial, so you know, stormtrooper, dignitary, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Someone gets that, finds the hand still attached with the lightsaber, mm -hmm. and they they someone steals the lightsaber, but they still have the hand. Right. Then Emperor, either the Emperor or Darth Vader, is yeah. like, well, give me that. So, um, well, I know that Starkiller and the Force Unleashed 1 and 2 is not canon now. It's a shame. Um, but Starkiller uh, was Vader's secret apprentice. Both Vader and Palpatine had secret apprentices. Um, and you could say that, uh, that instead of making Starkiller, he's making Rey. He's making Rey, which is a part of him, which is a Skywalker. But here's what the X-23, instead of making a male Wolverine, they accidentally made a girl. Right. And so that's how Ray comes about. And that's why the Rise of Skywalker, it's not his daughter. Right. But it's his genetic clone. Right. But they only, since they, his hand was something wrong with his hand, right. they could only make a girl. And she's one of many clones. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, whoever worked on Camino or something, like if they were working with uh, those people and they found like they took this one particular clone away. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> that's, and they dropped her on Jakku. Mm -hmm. Well, Kylo Ren knows about someone stealing a clone, but doesn't know anything about oh, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, doesn't know, all they know is that a clone was stolen. Mm -hmm. And this clone is a clone of a Jedi. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's like, what girl? Because he knows about this clone. Right. But he doesn't realize that he has a connection to the clone. Right. And that's why he's able to connect with her because... Right. And he doesn't understand it. Exactly. He's the knights around yes. and try to hunt. hunt yes. Gotcha. So, this, so when she touches the lightsaber, it's, not, it's calling to her because she's Luke. Right. But female Luke. Right. Like X-23. Right. So... And then the 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 dark ray that we see mm -hmm. is really just a clone. It's just another clone that is sent to fight. And then when Kylo sees this, that this clone is fighting and finds out, then that's when he starts his this he, he starts to come back to the light. Right. So I think ultimately he has to kill Ray to be redeemed. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what's going on in that. I, that's I, right, though. If it's a clone, and there may be more than one. Well, so here's the other thing that's not movie that's not about the movie, but about mm. the movie. Right. Um, Daisy Ridley is not doing any more Star Wars movies as we, that we know. Right. Her contract was for three. Mm. She did her three. She said that she's not contracted to do any more. Right. So you could easily kill off Ray by saying, "Well, she's a clone." Right. And then you could continue on making other movies. Right, because the way that they ended the other one uh, was where uh, the little boy actually, uh, was that the one? No, yeah, the little boy was actually like, yeah. used to force to pick up the broom. So I would imagine by this point when this new movie comes out, the little boy should actually be teenage, about 16, 17. Yeah, because I, I think it's like a four or five year jump or something like yeah. that. So he should be around 16, 17. Yeah. And that should actually get things going from there. But what... what, what... I think the biggest mystery is more along, more along the lines of how does Palpatine fit into things. So Battlefront 2 is supposedly canon. Okay. So if you haven't played Battlefront 2, 
Um, it takes place right after um, they destroyed the second Death Star in the Battle of Endor. Right. So, um, and you have this one squad of elite troopers, mm -hmm. and they're they're tasked with going in and stopping the rebels. Whereas they're in the middle of their fight, they look up, Death Star's gone. Okay. And they're shocked, like, holy crap. It's like, oh, should we keep fighting? Yeah, no, seriously, that, that's no. like, that's really what happens. They're like, do we have what, what do we do? And then, so then they, they want to go back to the rest of the fleet. Yeah. So then, um, the, the, one of the main characters of the story, her dad is one of the admirals of the fleet. So she goes back to him and like, hey, what do we do? Like, yeah. Death Star's gone. Like, what's going on with the Empire? And uh, that's when you see this this figure that's in red, and then it comes on, and it's the Emperor's face, but it's really a robot with his yeah. intelligence in it. Right. It's like a, it's an AI, right. and then like it tells them they need to go do these things. So uh, that's when Luke finds a holocron, and um, it, it's on the planet where the Emperor was trying to like. He had stuff stored away. Right. And so he you know, he finds out about it. Luke gets this, this holocron and or this artifact. And then, um, you know, they really don't get more into what's going on with the Emperor. But at this point, obviously the Emperor had a bigger scheme going on because he hid stuff away. So if the game is canon and he hid stuff mm -hmm. in all different planets, mm -hmm. Jakku was one of them, the one where he hid or where Luke went to. Saves one of the guys of this one of the squads. A guy, like the, this guy was on this planet. Luke saves him, right. and then that's what turns him kind of good. And then the main character, the girl, she's kind of good. Then she has a daughter, and then they both end up dying. Right. And it's really not a good <laughs> game. But I mean, you know, you can play it. But uh, so if all that stuff is canon, mm -hmm. then it's not a reach to think that they someone took. Their hand and took Luke's hand. Now, everyone's wondering, but it's a cloud city, he fell down the shaft. Well, we don't know what's really at the bottom. I doubt the bottom of the shaft empties out it's into just a, it's just a gaping hole, right? So. I, that's not that's not what it is. I mean, right. if Luke got sucked into one of the vents, that hand did, right? And so, that I think is what they're going to use as a jumping point, mm -hmm. and that's how we find out Ray is really a clone. That's what I think. That is amazing. And actually pretty accurate, too. Huh. So there you have it. There's your spoiler uh, potential theory crafting for Star Wars. Um, I'm inclined to believe that it's actually true. Yeah, and if this if yeah. that happens, or anything close to that, yeah. I will be satisfied. Okay. I, I, I think that this is going to be the longest Star Wars movie. It's going to, it's either going to be two minutes, two, okay. like two hours. Well, no, five to ten minutes under three hours right. or it's going to be five to ten minutes over but they have to make this the longest star wars movie because you got to cram all that stuff in there yeah yeah i've always been worried about their pacing because the pacing seems kind of slow in the other ones but if they're trying to do the build-up which is fine like first one was like really slow second one was like eh, it's about half and half being generous <laughs> which, the, which, which sucks assumption. because yeah. one of my favorite episodes of Breaking Bad was directed by Ryan Johnson mm. and I don't know if it was something that Kathleen Kennedy wanted because I can't stand her guts Gosh, or she is, I don't know why they don't use Pablo Hidalgo why not Pablo Hidalgo why is he not the show run why is he not Kevin Feige of Lucasfilm 
Uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy was not underneath George Lucas. Pablo Hidalgo was. Yeah. So if anyone was heir apparent to Lucasfilm, it's Pablo Hidalgo. He knows everything about Star Wars. And he saw all of George Lucas's information. So he knows everything. But you put Kathleen Kennedy, and I can't stand her guts. <laughs> Again, the difference between people and passions and their knowledge of the subject material. Exactly. And once you know the subject material, are you passionate enough to move forward? Like, obviously, he's more passionate than she was. So, yes. And it tells an actual uh, finished product. And, and so, Rebels, Pablo Hidalgo. Mm -hmm. The new Clone Wars, Pablo Hidalgo. The old Clone Wars, Pablo Hidalgo. Right. All amazing. Yes. So, yeah. So, that's actually it. We're going to actually put a cap on that one uh, for Star Wars. Um, last tidbit I'll actually mention about Star Wars, though, before I go. If you haven't seen the latest Mandalorian uh, trailer, oh, you watch probably want to watch that. Yes, yes. Uh, I can't wait for right. Mandalorian. <laughs> right. So that's actually going to be an awesome show for Disney, for Disney 23. Uh, they already got my money, so I'm, I'm already earmarked for that. So Me too. Yeah. So without any further ado, we're going to call this podcast to a close. And again, we thank you guys for uh, likes and the shares and subscribes. Uh, we're actually going to try to stick to a particular schedule. Uh, we'll let you know when that actually happens, though. But in the meantime, we'll try to see if we can continue to uh, upload this stuff on at least by Monday. So that way, at least every other Monday, you'll actually get something from the podcast. Uh, check the audio version first on Anchor uh, and also on SoundCloud and also on YouTube because they actually should all go up on the same day. Uh, and if not, please be patient with us. It'll probably be uh, probably the next following days if I have any technical issues. But usually everything's been running smooth, so I don't think I have any problems with that. But outside of that, uh, we just want to, again, thank you guys for liking, share, subscribe. Go ahead and uh, give us some comments below as far as what you think about the podcast. We'll probably end up changing the format a bit again. And <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but we do appreciate you guys, and we thank you. Um, from Circle Brothers again, this is RJ. This is Eric. And thank you guys for rocking with Circle Brothers. We will holler at y'all later. Peace. Peace.